Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Thanks for joining us today. And a reminder, please subscribe to our channel over on YouTube and on Rumble at Doug Billings, The Right Side. Search us out and subscribe to us on Twitter, Facebook, at The Right Side with Doug Billings. And we are looking for sponsors for the program. We've started a GoFundMe fan page. I'm not much of a salesman, but if you want to drop by and support the channel so that this conservative message can continue, I would appreciate that very much as well. Now, look, ladies and gentlemen, today, some hard truths, uh, some hard realizations about where we are in the uh, the aftermath of the presidential election and the certification of the Electoral College votes, etc. I'm on the side, I mean, as you know, look behind me, I'm on the side of the President Trump team, and uh, I love the guy, love him. And I think that what he's done for the country over the last four years is unsurpassed by any president in four years. Not only is he one of the best, if not the best president of, of our history, he's also one of the most popular. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that who don't like him. I get it. But let's face it, as we look back over this election, it wasn't 75 million votes. It was closer to 100 million votes that he got. And I, I think that speaks volumes. We'll see all of those numbers come out as the investigations and so forth conclude and and so forth. But the march on January 6th is on our minds today, and it was entirely his doing, the march. Stay with me. The march, it was his idea. He called us to Washington. We responded. We went there, and we had a peaceful moment with President Trump. The riots and the chaos were not President Trump's fault. The the radical left wing, their allies in the media, of course, are saying total BS and lies about all of that. Not true. But there were, I want to be clear, professional agitators in that mob and in that crowd. They did the same thing uh, on January 6th that they did all year last year as they burned cities throughout America. Members of Antifa or who I'm talking about. And there were probably members of Black Lives Matter there as well. Both of them, as you know, are domestic terror groups. And they mingled in with the crowd in Washington, D.C., and we all know the result. Um, it's exactly where the radical left-leaning mob wants them to go. It's exactly who they want that crowd to be, the the radical left in our country sponsor this kind of thing. They sponsor it either by uh, providing money, and they sometimes sponsor it by simply being quiet about it and not condemning it. They, I mean, they did just look at the George Floyd riots last year. You all know. I'm not going to say much about all of that, but I do want to say three things specifically about January 6th. Anybody, anybody who participated in the violence, broke the law, caused harm to property or people, should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Anybody, no matter what side they are on. Number two, if anyone out there thinks that Trump and his supporters started the violence, they are simply, those people, are intellectually immature. There's no way that you and I need to waste any time spending 
uh, our lives trying to convince them of that because they simply are too intellectually immature to uh, to understand it. As I've said, you can explain it to them, but you can't understand it for them. And then number three, and this is an important one, our government, ladies and gentlemen, as founded by the founders, um, it's not intended, our government is not intended to be complacent in its governance of we the people. There is supposed to be a certain amount of anxiety within the government in its relationship with us. They're to be held accountable by us. So for people out there to think what we we should never speak up against the government or the government shouldn't necessarily have to fear the people, uh-uh. That's in direct contrast to what the founders intended. Now, which which reminds me, let me let me speak to those of you who think and put forth ideas that well, what we need now in America is a violent revolution. We need to overthrow the radical left with force. We need to overthrow the rhinos or anybody else who stands in our path. So that's not only not going to happen, it's a bad version of America. The best version of America is when we act with determined patriotism. We act with determined patriotism to purposefully root out the rhinos, the radicals, the globalists, all of those people who you don't like, the weak, spineless rhinos, and we vote them out of office. It, it's, a, it's a romanticized idea that some patriots think we need to march with guns and violence. Uh, that's not the best version of America. The radicals... We can easily identify them, right? The AOCs of the crowd, the squad, um, the right side can see them. The rhinos reveal themselves over time by how they vote and how they legislate. But it's not good Americanism, if you will, to promote armed revolution. Let's march on D.C. and carry our sticks and our pitchforks, our guns, and, and march and fight and kill. And it's time, uh, it's, um, when you do that, you're self-identifying as a kook. Now look, revolution can take forms in peaceful ways too. Revolution and making your voice known can be best demonstrated at the ballot box and when we march as we did on January 6th in peace. Um, but, but juxtapose January 6th, if you will, with me for a moment, against an entire year last year of riots throughout the country that were they were sponsored by they were encouraged by and funded by the Commune Socialist Party Commune Socialist Communism Socialism and in case you haven't heard it yet that's me using a word that I invented it's been highly researched it's absolutely perfect in all of what it encompasses ladies and gentlemen I might want to tell you that it is in fact a perfect word but it comes from the combination of those two ideologies. Usually, communism and socialism don't get along. They don't mix. But our Democratic Party has morphed themselves into the Communist Party. It's, a, it's now their ideology that they've combined both of those ideals, and that's, that's who they are now. The Democratic Party of, of John F. Kennedy doesn't exist anymore. And it's, 
the commu-socialist tag, it's perfect for them. But last year, the riots, the looting, the burning, the toppling of statues, the establishment of Chop and Chaz, where, by the way, rape and murder skyrocketed, the arson, the anarchy, all of that was committed and sponsored by the commu-socialists. All of it. it. Again, it was either sponsored by them giving cash for the cause or by their silence and failure to condemn it. You remember what Mayor Jenny Durkin of Seattle said last year? We're going to have a summer of love. It's going to be like a hippie fest. Yeah, right. Sure, Mayor Jenny. What you had instead was the summer of rape, murder, riots, and anarchy. Now, January 6th comes along. After an entire year, last year, of violence, there is a peaceful gathering Mingled within that mob and that gathering is domestic terror groups. Chaos ensued. You've all seen the footage, and I'm not going to debate the footage nearly as much as I want to talk to you about the analysis of how the commu-socialists never let a crisis go to waste. There's every indication that they, the commu-socialists, at least some of them, knew in advance that this mob was going to become violent, that the agitators were in place. I mean, Chuck Schumer sent out a tweet at 7.20 in the morning on January 6th that simply said, quote, buckle up. That was it, 7.20 in the morning. Now, look at that. Buckle up for what? January 6th was only supposed to be a very boring and mundane vote tally of the Electoral College votes. Not not anything that you would necessarily, you know, say buckle up for. Okay, it just makes you think, right? What was Schumer in the know of? And then National Public Radio, NPR, they broadcast, they put out a statement, the same kind of thing long before. I think it was like 9.20, 9.30 something. We're going to post it here on the video for those of you watching. But they they posted something as well long before any of the violence ever broke out. What did these people know? Now, now we have Pelosi, Schumer, members of the radical commu-socialist party, and even some rhinos out there talking about impeachment again in the 25th Amendment. This is all because they don't want Trump to run again in 2024, ladies and gentlemen. This is... Uh, an attempted political assassination. And before the, the censors and social media go crazy, I'm not talking about assassination of his physical life. I'm talking about the assassination of his political career. They're scared to death. You see, Trump has cleared the swamp, at least a lot of it. He's called out the rhinos for what they are, weak, spineless, uncommittal, treacherous, and traitorous. And he's called out the globalist, and he's put America first. They're petrified of him. And that's why they're talking about impeachment and the 25th Amendment. They want to permanently damage or destroy his political life because they're terrified of him. The commie socialists, the rhinos, the globalists, the deep state. You see, they don't let people live in their world, in in American politics, if you call them out. If you take away their links to profits in other countries, if you put American interests before these elites 
in American politics, they won't let you live there. They'll do everything they can to smother you, to make you unimportant, non-relevant. Their political lives, the members of the swamp, the rhinos, the radical commie socialists, the globalists, they don't live their political life the way that the founders intended, you know, giving two terms of your life to government and then going back to private life. The swamp is real, you guys. And and to live in the swamp, you can't reveal these people. You can't call them out. Uh, you can't speak out against the corruption. I mean, you can. Don't get, but Trump has and, and will, but Trump is a rare breed. Trump, you know, the non-politician who comes in, that's what founding fathers were. They weren't professional politicians. They were people that came in and wanted to give a couple of live, uh, years of their life to serve. That's why, you see, when Pelosi, the Swamp, and the other folks look at Trump, they're petrified because he's calling them out. Their entire lives, their multiple decades of service in the elected office is at risk with Trump around. So that's why they want to assassinate his political life so that he doesn't have so that he doesn't run in 2024. And look what the crisis on January 6th did. The crisis that the commune socialists instigated by placing professional agitators in the crowd. It took the wind out of the sails of the rhinos. After the chaos settled and they went back to work, almost all of them reversed their decision to contest the election. Marsha Blackburn, shame on you. Kelly Leffler, shame on you. Y'all gave up. Lindsey Graham, he's been a rhino for a long time, and he's just won election for six years. We're going to have to work on him. He thinks he gives this glorious unifying speech. His speech on the floor of the Senate after the chaos was a capitulation to wussification. He's a wuss. He gave up. Didn't want to fight anymore. The riots took the wind out of their sails. The people that have resigned from Trump's cabinet, the the mob and the riots, the Antifa terrorists won because they they made those people give up the cause. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Communist socialists won that day because that mob that they instigated, the violence that they instigated, caused the right side to give up. Now, I'm fully aware of how many of you feel out there, and there's a lot of people uh, saying things like, "Well, I'm finished with voting now. I'm, I'm, I've, I, I, I'm giving up on the Republican Party. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start this Patriot Party or the MAGA Party." Don't abandon President Trump's party. The Republican Party is Trump's party. He got 100 million votes, you guys. There's no intellectually mature reason to go start a third party. It doesn't make any sense. You're frustrated. You're pissed off. You're angry. I get it. The system is broken. We don't know if our votes count. We can fix that, and we must. The phrase is determined patriotism. We act with determined patriotism to vote out the rhinos, to vote out the globalists, the members of the swamp. Nothing is going to be speedy. We have to resign ourselves to that fact and give ourselves permission to understand that. There is no speedy recovery from this. 
no speedy remedy to the problems that have frustrated you and pissed you off. But I can tell you that if you run out and start a third party, you're going to siphon votes away from our right side and you're going to give victory to the commune socialists for decades. Logistically speaking, it doesn't make any sense. Don Jr. said it best the morning of January 6th. The Republican Party is the Trump Party. Don't let the rhinos drive you out. You drive them out. That's determined patriotism. And it's peaceful. Don't give the commie socialists the victories that they will certainly enjoy if you start a third party. Our republic is not in danger. America is not gone. America is not China. Our constitution is strong. It's in force. There are plenty of rational originalist judges out there who will defend it against the commu-socialist agenda. Look, we've got two years to live under total rule of the commu-socialist party. And in two years, we need to, with determined patriotism, retake the House of Representatives. And then two years after that, the White House and the Senate. Determined patriotism. Don't run off and leave Twitter, all of you patriots. You know, your voice is important. You let Twitter win if you leave. I don't give a rat's ass. Well, Doug, but they delete our followers and they they squelch our... uh Uh-uh. Don't be weak like that. You be strong with determined patriotism. Continue to speak the truth. Speak the truth, and the truth will be heard, and the truth will win. Don't give them anything, no more crises that they will take advantage of. Call out the truth. Be the truth and be the light. Be the light to each other and be the light to this nation. And the light is not spread by violence. That's the enemy. Confusing and mixing truths with lies. Peaceful, truthful demonstrations. Peaceful speech. Continue it. Lift each other up and let's continue to pray for the Republic, that the hand of God and his divine providence is still here. He does not abandon things that he started. You all have a pack of blessings on your back. President Trump has blessed this Republic for the last four years. He's the most successful president ever, and he's done more than any president in four years. And who knows, maybe he will, in fact, be back in 2024. Be the best version of yourselves and let the best version of your Americanism be rooted in truth and peace. I hope God continues to bless you in 2021. I look forward to seeing all of you right here on the right side. I hope you subscribe to our channel here on YouTube and Facebook and Rumble. And if you're out there in the podcast world, we're available on any platform. God bless you. We're okay. The Republic is fine. Believe it. Cheers. 